a beachy good time, the return of a fan favorite, and a bloody good extermination. Let's dive into the fallout. New intro, what? <laughs> Gagatandra. We're podcasting? Uh, what is this? <laughs> yeah, it feels good, but also weird. It's very weird. <laughs> uh, breaking the fourth wall, at the time of recording, this is the first recording we're doing back since... Uh... <laughs> So taking a week off. So anyway, welcome to the Fallout TV, where we are your number one source for the Fallout of Dracula, season four, episode two. I'm Logan Murphy. I am Jordan Lagachi. You know, people are gonna start thinking that your last name is actually pronounced Lagachi. Okay. <laughs> Fine with me. Suri thinks my last name is Lagachi. Well, anyway, Miss Lagachi, we're here. We're back. Dragula. I sound like a Pokemon. <gasps> oh, no, I forgot to do the Hello Uglies. Oh, no, I fucked it up. Oh, no. Hello, Uglies. Oh, my God. Hello, yes. Oh, episode two and the drama, Mama. Yeah. The drama, the gags, the buffoonery, the looks. I'm excited to talk about this Nosferatu beach party. I wa My only complaint about the no this episode, we didn't see the creepy mask. <laughs> Right? Okay. Let's. I'm going to do the intro. We'll talk about the whole mask situation because I'm confused and curious. But we're going to dive into everything with the Nosferatu Beach Party in episode two of the Boulay Brothers Dragula season four. But before we do that, if you're watching with us on YouTube, Twitch, or Twitter, make sure to subscribe, follow, like, comment, and share. If you're listening to us wherever fine podcasts to be listened to, make sure you're also giving us a like and a follow, comment, and share because we are the only podcast in the world talking about Dragula. Make sure to follow us on all of the social medias, especially uh, Twitter, for all of the most up-to-date Fallout TV news and all of our social media links and audio podcasts and also visual podcast sites are available on our link tree, available below as well. So make sure to check that out. Okay, so we start this episode and it's traditional Dragula. We got like a cute little skit intro with it we're at nightmare beach i thought this was fucking cute i liked it 
super cute, super, super all that. But no masks this episode. Are we only using them in episode one? I think that might be the case. Because I was under the impression, and I think we talked about it in our episode one recap, make sure to check that out, um, that we thought the masks were going to be a part of every intro, and then the masks would be a part of like every extermination. Mm -hmm. And it seems like the whole point of episode one, the extermination, was to like film the music video for Time to Die. And then now we're going back to normal exterminations. Because I thought we were going to get Time to Die in every episode, but apparently it's just the one to promote their song. I want Time to Die every episode. Yes. Um, I mean, I will say, because we're recording this after having watched episode three, when our episode three recap comes out, make sure to check that out because I have a lot of thoughts on episode three and episode two. But we started this episode after this cute little Nightmare Beach uh, 60s moment. And we're in the boudoir the next, next day that they're competing. And everyone's discussing the Formelda versus Zava of it all. Um, everyone's like, well, Formelda wasn't a fully realized character. And just general nonsense and bullshit. And then Clannery. the clownery. And then Zava comes back and is like to Sigourney, because Sigourney had just said something. I don't even exactly remember what Sigourney said. But it was like not really against Zava, but Zava was like, oh, she's playing games. She's talking shit. And it's like, girl, no. I feel like Zava is our villain. Yeah, okay, here's, yes. And here's the other thing I wanna say. A lot of people online are talking about, you know, how Zava and Mary have kind of been pulsed as the villains of the season. And what I wanna say is, once again, as always, um, we are along with the Boulets, drag is art and art is subjective. So we are only judging these people on their drag and their art. We are not judging them as people. We are also judging them as characters on this reality TV show. I am not, we are, I'm not, and we are not judging them for who they are as a human in the real world, nor are we putting these stereotypes on them because they are people of color. That. Uh, there's been a lot of discussion online about that. And I just want to make it clear, we are judging them based on the character they are playing on this reality television show that is scripted. Scripted, produced, and edited. Not that. Is that a featuring? Oh, that's cute. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. It was a ring, but it wasn't peach, and it didn't taste good. Oh, no. Why would you buy anything other than peach rings? Those are the only good ones. There's peaches in here. Oh, good. Okay. But like, oh, it's like a mix of a bunch of them? 
Oh. It wasn't good. Oh, no. You know what else wasn't good? Zava coming for Sigourney. <laughs> and she's like, I don't play games. I am the game. And so I edited it when I was watching with, with my friends. I was like, I was thinking back to Gia Gun. I was like, I don't play games. I am the boom boom game. <laughs> But, uh, whatever. I want to know what how long they get to get ready. Because, honestly... It seems like... Okay, so I watch... I've referenced them before. I watch IMHO, In My Homosexual Opinion, with Darby Lynn Cartwright, Alexis P. Bevels, and sometimes Auntie Chan. But Auntie Chan is booked and blessed. But we love them. They were talking. And they said something that I thought was really interesting. They're like, I feel like they just produced the challenges and the floor shows and the exterminations on this show. And then otherwise they just put them in the boudoir and just turn on the camera and just say, go. And just let them talk for as long as they want. And that seems pretty accurate. <laughs> but... Um, but yeah, they're talking for a while and then they get called to the main stage and we're about to find out the fright feat for the week. But first, Jordan. Dolly is back! Yay! Oh, I'm so happy. We kind of, I think we talked about um, we did. Potential. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It feels like a very long time ago, but it was like two weeks ago at this point. Yay! I'm very happy. Um, again, you know, we'll talk about it, but a third Arizonan on the season, and now the only one left. We'll talk about it. Um. <laughs> But not only that, but I have followed Dolly very, very closely since they were on season two, obsessed with them. Mm -hmm. And they are also a very attractive person. So I'm on board. Uh, very happy to see them back. We'll talk about it. Uh, spoiler, I think they should have won this episode. It was an interesting episode. We'll talk about it. But yes, Dolly is back with the good old hat and the confessional. Daddy Dolly. Um, I'm very happy about it. And we get the we get the Fright Feet challenge, Jordan. And they have to eat a head of garlic and drink some ethically sourced pig's blood. It's Dracula. Dracula's back. I was like, ma'am, you best be giving these people a toothbrush. Right. After this challenge. Right. See, I don't think that the garlic would not have been an issue for me. Yeah. Because I'm Italian and I eat a lot of garlic. So... So that wouldn't have been the problem. It's the 
Pittsburgh? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But a lot of them are having issues. They don't even like peel the head of garlic. Some of them are just eating the skins of garlic. Like an apple. And I was like, I would at least peel them. That would make it a lot easier. But anyway, after who knows how long doing this challenge, Zava wins. And we find out that the floor show for the week is the Nosferatu Beach Party. And it is a partner challenge. And we'll talk about it. The partners seemed irrelevant. Given the overall floor show performance. It was a weird challenge. It was. It was edited strange as well. Now, I love the boulets, but like... This this was a miss for me. I like the overall concept. Some people didn't listen to the concept. Oh, we'll talk about some people not listening to the concept. Oh, we'll talk about it. Um, Let me go find a flashlight to be an angular. Oh, wait, I have one on my phone. Hold on. Um, But yes, so Zava for winning the... Hello? Can I not... Flashlight. Oh my god. Maybe, I don't know. Anyway, Zava for winning the Fright Feet gets to pair everyone together and actually didn't do a bad job of like, I, it, I did, it didn't seem like there was a lot of malice there. So Zava picks Saint. It seemed fairly. Even. Yeah, so Zava picks Saint and then puts Coco and Mary together, Astrid and Sigourney, Hoso and Dolly, and then Bitter and Jade. Um, I think my favorite pairing based on like their drag styles and the one that seemed the most cohesive despite what happens in the challenge was actually Jade and Bitter. Yes. And because they come they come from was, a very similar drag universe. And I was kind of living for like was it Jade's jacket? Oh yes. We'll was. talk about Jade. We'll talk about Jade and the fact that Jade should have been in the top this episode. I mean, all you have to do is blackmail someone. Oh my god. We'll we'll talk about still it. Be I have a lot of feelings. Oh, we'll talk about it. But there was something that I noticed on my third watch. So this is not something I've noticed any other time. But there's a very quick moment, and you might miss it. But Mary is talking about the prompt for the challenge. And clearly something we didn't see is that she references that the Boulets told them part of the reference for the challenge. Uh, is Anne Margaret. So thinking about like Anne Margaret films, which clearly references the 1960s. 
So that was the direction I think that the Boulets wanted everyone to go. And ultimately, we'll talk about it, ultimately why I think Saint won the challenge. Okay. Um, because if you're looking at it from that lens, I understand why Saint won. You know, and I wasn't overly, I wasn't bothered by the Betty's performance. I was, and we'll talk. One one thing I will say that I am noticing, it feels like we get to those floor shows really fucking quick. Yeah, and I, I do appreciate that because it does, in some cases, give more time for the floor show. But then I wish the floor shows were longer. Right. And we'll talk about as well, I don't know why we need this double dose of judging, that's another thing that's kind of confusing for me. But before the challenge, I do want to talk about um, Astrid and Sigourney kind of working together well, but they both have like gags that they want to do. And they collectively decide that they're going to put their gags to the side and focus on a cohesive dance performance to this lip sync that they're doing. We'll talk more about it, but the other thing that really stood out in the boudoir moments are that Coco and Mary do not get along. <laughs> um, not at all. Not even a little bit. And uh, again, we'll we'll talk about it. The judging was confusing as fuck. In this episode, I was unsure. I'm very so. interested about like one thing, like about the judging. I like how they have their little moment together to discuss the floor show, and then the judges come in. But that's I don't weird. care for that. I don't care for it. I'm gonna be honest because it feels like the people weren't actually there for the floor show. I'm sure that's not the case. But... I don't know. Like, I feel like they should be. Because we never see the judges during the floor show. Nope. It's so... Con I don't understand. Anyway. Um... I'll talk about the guest judges if you want to pull up the slideshow, my dear. Because um, we have uh, Gigi McGree, who I had never heard of, but she seems fabulous. Um, and, oh boy, oh boy, Jordan, Vanessa Hudgens. Looking fabulous. And she's so into blood right now. I have to give her major props because you know what? She leaned into the joke and I can appreciate anyone who leans into a joke about themselves. So I was on board. Miss Vanessa, love you. I agree with you, Jordan. She looked phenomenal. But should we talk about the looks and then like the overall performance of the floor show, I guess? I am kind of curious to know Will a certain someone appear 
in this slideshow. I think so. It all worked the last time that I looked. Do, 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 do. Okay, well, at least the first one's working, so that's positive. So first is Astrid Aurelia. Yeah. I'm going to go on a limb and say, not my favorite. Oh, so I, I heard that apparently she had this, and I heard this from, I think it was Hoso. Um, Hoso was on Kendra Onyx's YouTube channel to talk about this episode. And I want to say Hoso was saying that Astrid had this like whole gown moment and that the gag was like, it was all about like censorship. And then she was going to reveal to the pasties and the bikini bottom moment. So in that context, I understand why this look doesn't work. But it has to be like with con with that context. Um, but no, it's not good. Love Astrid, it's not good. I was really disappointed with this look. I was after too. the alien moment in episode one. Uh-huh. Yeah. Next up is bitter. Um, I think her hair looks great. And I love that the little umbrella that she has is actually a hat. I don't know if we, we'll get back to it in a second. Yeah, so there's actually a hat on the umbrella, which I love. I don't like anything else about this. Yeah. It's kind of basic, but hey. It's very it's very basic. And also talking about her performance, her wig falls off and I don't know if that was intentional. I was going to be like why? Where did the hair go? Yeah, it falls off mid-performance. You don't see it in this little clip. But it falls off mid-performance. I like the hat of an umbrella. Yes. And obviously, it's, it's better. So her hair is always going to be amazing. That is what she's known for. Everything else? Basic. What I will say, these teeth make me uneasy. <laughs> I know that's are these, part of it. Are these not the same teeth she wore last episode? <laughs> I was gonna... <clears throat> For Elvira, I, I want to say they're the same. I think they are. I'm pretty sure they are. That was my 
thought when I had like, I was like, have we seen yeah. these teeth before? None of, and also none of this gives me Vampire at the Beach. Yeah. Anyway. Oh God. This was absolute perfection from Dolly. The hiding behind <laughs> the the hiding behind the energy. Yeah, literally this was sheer perfection. For me, like the creeping behind the um, surfboard. Surfboard. Thank you. I could not think of the word surfboard. Um, the creeping behind the surfboard. Um, them interacting with Hoso. Um, the sort of like I love that. And we'll talk about Hoso next because I believe she's alphabetically next. I love how campy they decided to go with this. Because this is yeah. not, like, in either of their wheelhouses. But to make this so campy and different, I thought it was so good. Yeah, it makes me uncomfortable, but in a good way. Very, very that. And he was, when, when he was, like, hiding behind the thing and, like, sneaking in at the very start, I was like, this is everything I wanted. Like. And more. Yes, it's so good. Equally as good for me with Hoso. This coat to then reveal into this like lifeguard moment. Come on, Baywatch. It's so good. It's so good. I really also appreciate this detail of having like the swim cap underneath. Mm -hmm. And I love the bejeweled uh, little cross on it on the the dress here. Um, honestly, I feel like. Maybe Hoso and Dolly should have won together. I was confused. I was confused why there was one winner in a pair challenge. Yeah. But we're not the Boulets, so. I thought Jade did so well. This is, uh, did you get the reference to what she's doing here? Mm, no. So this is basically a replica plus the jacket of the first Barbie swimsuit in the 50s. Oh. It's the exact same stripe design almost the exact same ponytail moment. And like, while a little basic, I got the reference immediately. And I honestly thought she did so well in the challenge. 
Even the makeup also, is good. The prosthetic, I was not expecting from Jade either. Yeah. And I thought the prosthetic was so good. I still want the she, jacket. Yes, she did a lot to carry better in the challenge. And for me, I would have put her, I would have put her high. Makes me wonder if the wig was supposed to fall off because she really dove in with that suntan lotion. Right. It looked like it was planned. Well, so when, so when Bitter's wig falls off, it just goes to like a bald cap or it's like the, it's like a hairnet. And then the clip we see here with the bald cap. So mm -hmm. I don't, I feel like if she's going to have a bald cap on, then it is, then it was intentional. But then, like, why? Mm -hmm. Like, it doesn't make sense. Anyway. I thought Coco did so good. She was definitely up there for me. She was definitely a vampire. Yeah. I like how she kind of had the creep, too. Yeah. Um, this look with the big titties and the hair, I thought it was so good. I would have made her safe. Yeah. Like, I genuinely don't... I don't see a universe where she did worse than her partner. So next up is Zava. I do think Zava did a really good job. I really like this bathing suit. She's stunning. That, that exact moment with Saint and Zava, I think, is another reason why Saint won the challenge. Mm -hmm. But Zava served, like, emotion, face in that moment. I thought it was so good. Um, I don't know. I think, for me, I think Jade did better. Yeah, I, could, I would agree. Because I think back to the performance and I don't exactly remember anything Zava did herself. I think of Saint and the moment, that moment. Yeah. But I don't think of anything Zava specifically did. Whereas with Jade, I think of like the choreo dancing. I think of her rubbing a sunscreen on Bitter's head. Like... I think of a lot more Jade moments than I do Zava moments. And I think Jade looked better than Zava does. But I don't think Zava did bad by any means of the imagination. I would say safe. That's it. I think genuinely in this challenge, I think there were seven people that did very well and three people that didn't. Is kind of like every, like the seven people that did well were kind of like very, very close together as far as what they did well. 
this is some fucking bullshit from Mary Cherry. I'm sorry. I get it that you're like an anglerfish, but that's not the challenge. Or is it the challenge? I don't know. Because the Boulets really went ahead and fucking praised her for going outside of the box when I understand that it, she's a vampire fish. I understand that. But the execution of this look is so sloppy. And I, I bet that Mary is a fabulous drag queen in Brooklyn. And I bet she's amazing and fabulous and wonderful in real life. On this show, through two episodes, she has served me nothing that I like. In the two episodes, for me, like, should have been eliminated already. But hey... I mean, for me, I think she should have been in the bottom both times. Now, how she would do in either of these exterminations, unsure. That part. And in the past, we've seen exterminations be the thing to to turn the tides for in someone's favor. So, for me, I yeah, I understand what they said about Mary, but it wasn't for me. Saint looks incredible. I really like this look. This is very 60s. It gives me, I know it's vampire, but it gives me Catwoman. Okay. And that is very 60s. Like, it's an Anne Margaret silhouette. And so I really think, given that context, I understand why they gave, spoiler, they gave the win to Saint. But... I, I definitely think Saint did a, a wonderful job. I just personally would not have given her the win. Yeah. I do feel like Dolly should have won. Yeah. But there's nothing wrong with this look. Yeah. I think I think it's a great it's a great fucking look. There's nothing wrong with it. It just <sighs> Sigourney is an interesting situation because you know she's also giving very similar to Jade, but different enough. Like it's the same. I feel like it might be the same fabric, honestly. It might be. Um and it's, it's also difficult because Sigourney was with Astrid, who really didn't do well. Um, I think she did perfectly serviceable for this challenge. She got the assignment. She got the assignment. She did it well. Safe is where I would have put her as well. It looks like she took the fabric from the umbrella. It's almost right? identical. It's, it's, I think it, yeah, I think it is almost, it is identical. Yeah. But. <clears throat> so that's the floor show. Um, I think overall, we talked about it a little bit and I'll bring it up here again. I was confused why it was a pairs challenge, but then all of them are on stage together. 
It really confused me. Yeah, it was... It may as well have not have been a Paris challenge. And then in that regard, I wish they would have been able to interact. If they're going to put everyone on stage, I wish they had had the opportunity to interact with everyone. Yeah. Whereas I feel like everyone kind of ended up in their own little compartment that they couldn't leave. And then it just, it felt cluttered. And like disorganized for me. And of course you're going to focus on fucking Saint and Zava because they're like front in the left. And that's where the eye naturally goes. So like, I don't know. It just, it was weird for me. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't care for the organization of the challenge. I thought the challenge itself went fine. Um, yeah. Yeah. And we've already talked about it. Saint wins the challenge. Um, yes. good for her. I would have given it to Dolly. Fair. And that's just where I'm at with it. Um, but we get the other high placers are Dolly, Hosto, and Zava. Mary, Jade, and Sigourney were safe. Coco was in the bottom three, leaving a bottom two of Bitter and Astrid Aurelia. We go back to the cauldron, and oh boy, Jordan, Astrid is mad. Furious. Oh, man. She gets in an argument. She gets in an argument with Zava. She kind of gets in an argument with Sigourney. She gets in an argument with herself. Yeah, very that. She's like, I shouldn't have let you control me to Sigourney. And I was like, honey. And I don't remember who said it. I think it was either Saint or it might have been Zava in saying that, you know, she was acting a little unprofessional. And honestly, I agree. As much as I do like Astrid, it felt, I hate using this term, it felt childish. I was gonna say, I, it was like a temper tantrum moment. It, it definitely did feel that way. And um, it wasn't very flattering. No, not in the slightest. Um, but, uh, we also see, you know, Hoso trying to calm down Astrid because they have a connection, which we didn't even really talk about, but they have a connection. Um, <laughs> and then we see so Zava. When we have seen a connection on Dragula. I don't think so. I think James Majesty was trying to hook up with everybody, but no one would do it with him. Ooh. I said what I said. Um, no, I feel like there was one on another season, and I just don't remember it. I'm Yeah, I'm not remembering. It's been a while since I watched the other seasons. It's been a very long time. They're all coming to Shudder. 
Did you see that? Yes. I'm very excited. I want to go back and watch season I, one because I just want to see how much it's changed. I remember um, I noticed that like I figured they were coming to Shutter when I noticed they weren't on the webs on the YouTube anymore. Mm -hmm. But yeah, yeah. Um, but we see Zava pulling Hoso aside and uh, like telling her like, I know you're caring about your friend, but you also need to make sure that your head is in the game. And while I appreciate this from Zava, it felt kind of out of nowhere. Cause Hoso is like trying to like be there for her friend. So and then weird. Zava's like, Oh, but you have to focus on yourself. You have to focus on yourself. And I'm like, she is. She's, she was high in this challenge again. Like, I was just confused by, like, the timing of it. Yes. But regardless, we go to the extermination. And they have to stick their arms in leech-infested water. How would you have done in this challenge, Jordan? I've all actually, like, I've been curious about those, like, pedicures with the fishies. So well, that's I a little different. Okay. There is also like a leech thing where I think it's on your feet and then it's supposed to like, they're supposed to like suck the bad blood out of your body. It's like, a, it's an, it's an East Asian tradition, I think. Don't Yeah, that's what that. I was talking about. Well, there's also one with like the small fish that like nibble away at your, at like the dead skin on your feet. That I want to try, because I'm like, if cause my feet are a mess, but, um, but yeah, this was an interesting extermination, because Astrid was kind of like, eh, my arm is half in, eh, look at it, my arm is in there, whereas Betty fully goes, like, arm in, puts them all over her, puts one between her titties. Between the titties. On the titties. Adjacent to the titties. Um, I will say, based on the extermination, I was not surprised by who got exterminated. I wasn't either. And it ends up being Astrid. Um, so they, they do like a, so with the death scene, they do like a little continuation of the intro skit, where at the end of the intro skit, they go off and they're like, Oh my God, there's a vampire on the beach. And then that vampire ends up shockingly being Astrid. 
and uh, they kill her with a giant rock. Wasn't the most inventive. No. 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 But I'm not going to miss the whiny. I'm mad that both of the original Arizona queens on this season have gone home. Like, I'm really mad about that. But, like, we also now have Dolly. So, like, I think we're chilling. <laughs> I think we're good. I think we're fine. Um, but goodbye, Astrid. We will miss you. Um, I, would, I would love to, like, I want to see, like, the look. That like people you see like the eliminated queens usually on like the other franchise post what they would have done. I'm curious. I want to kind of see if Formelda did. If my Instagram oh no. Oh no, I got the update where it's now Instagram by meta. Oh god, kill me. Uh, not, not meta. This. Not this. Anything but this. Um, premiere look. The saw look. I don't think so. But I also think it's a thing where, like, they make the outfits there. Oh. Because I'm pretty sure they come in with, like, all of their, I don't think they're given like stuff beforehand. I think it's all like you make it while you're there. Mm. I'm really curious. I like my one of my dreams is to like talk to the Boulets about how they produce this show because it's very different from like Drag Race. And I'm just so curious about like the timing and like the how everything goes. And you saw a lot of it on the early they seasons. They'd be like, you have like to... three days to it, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. But what were you saying? I feel like with the Boulets, they really want us to be like thinking, how did you do? They want yeah. to shroud Dragula in mystery, I feel like. Which I'm on board with. Also me. So... Um, we will be back, you know, right after this uh, goes live, because we're doing two episodes in one night. <laughs> so we'll be back in, we'll be back in roughly 15 minutes-ish, uh, at the time if you're watching this live, uh, to talk about episode three. <laughs> so, thank you so much for joining us. As always, make sure to... Follow us on Twitter for all the most up-to-date news and follow all of our social links, audio links, and visual podcasting sites available on our link tree, which is also available below if there's a description where you're watching. Um, otherwise, thank you so much. Let us know who you would have given the win to in the comments. Yes, let us know. And why is it Dolly? Um... And with that, 
Goodbye, uglies.